so welcome back to the fourth episode. Is it the fourth episode yep. already? It's the fourth episode of Rhythm and News. You keep up. We all keep up. I uh-huh. promise. I do, too. Yeah? Yeah. This is the Daily Trojans Lifestyle Podcast, where we talk about, you know, all the great things going on in the lifestyle. I don't even know. Pop culture. Pop culture. So we had our Grammys episode a couple weeks ago. Grammys were on were the following Sunday. Today is Friday, February 22nd. Oscars are on Sunday. No, we made a couple picks. We we do we do picks for Daily Trojan. We do these every year. We do this for everything. I did not make any picks because I am a little let's just say less knowledgeable on the film. It's okay, front. that's it was it was my turn for the Grammys. Now it's your turn. It's, it's to, not, to, to be left out. It's not, you know, and I'm fine with that. But I'm here to you know provide um, some the everyday the everyday man the, the layman's the, perspective the yeah. layman's I love that middle America. <laughs> let's start with best score. This one, Ryan, this one you were really excited about. The, the reason why I wanted to talk about best score is that this is probably the only category where I have a set winner and I will be legitimately angry if this person does not get it, and that's Nicholas Patel for Beale Street. Really? I thought, I thought that was the best well, out of all the nominees. Why is this? Why, why is this one that's far and ahead the best score? It's very orchestral. It's very the, the mood that you sort of emits and I, I i don't know just compared to what were the other nominees i think it was like you got black panther black klansman uh isle of dogs and mary poppins returns i mean i agree with you like i pick uh if Beale street could talk nicholas patel score because it's so on its own it's just like great music like you can just put it on and like study which is oh, and, yeah. or, or like work that's sometimes i do that and so you know that's already a good score it can stand on its own <laughs> and it gives it it brings back memories of watching the movie so like it brings back certain scenes so clearly it's just really connected to the film so you know that's what a scorer should do is really accent the film while still having a life of its own and i think this one really does have that also black panther which you know if that wins that'd be fine but i think my pick uh, just like Ryan is um, Nicholas Patel. So let's uh, let's go to the next one. We have best animated feature film. I don't know. To me, this is pretty. You know, I actually did see a good few of these. I think this is pretty easy. This uh, is also really easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys both pick into the Spider Verse and yes. Spider Man yep. movie. I didn't see this until like two weeks ago, to be honest. And I was okay. just utterly blown away. Oh my God. I mean, I honestly have not had this much fun in a movie theater in like at least like a year. I can't even, honestly, I can't remember the last time I had this much fun like watching a movie. Yeah, we both picked uh, Spider-Verse. It just came in and like blew everything else out of the water. Like, the, <laughs> yeah. The, it, it is the best anime. Like it uses the medium of animation so well and the story itself is amazing. The The twist that it has on the, you know, old Spider-Man origin story I mean, it's just so it, it was really refreshing, and it's gotten a lot, a big, big push. It'll also be a nice change of pace because usually, like a Pixar movie wins. Exactly, and, exactly. Uh, <laughs> you know, The Incredibles this year was it was okay. Yeah, it was okay. It was okay. Yeah. I like The Incredibles. Yeah, it, it was fine. I will say, Into the Spider Verse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Spider Verse is just a totally different thing. It was oh, yeah. it was a huge surprise to me. Like I had no interest at first. Mm-hmm. I didn't see any trailers, and then when it blew up, I was like. Okay, I'll keep it on my radar and then. Best animated feature, definitely deserving of of the Oscar. Next, we have best cinematography. What is cinematography? <laughs> Ryan, do you want to? Uh, so basically, it's... like you could expand it because I don't know. I have literally have no idea. It's okay. What it's not it's just a big fancy word, but yeah, like, yeah. I mean, essentially. So basically, it's the the cameraman who does all the kind of shots. I mean, maybe the director will uh, sort of instruct him like it's what the looks of, of the movie. Yeah, basically, how the movie looks. It's like the aesthetic. The a- essentially. Yeah, the visual Pretty aesthetic. Much. Pretty much. Pretty much. And so we both pick Roma, <laughs> which um, black and white aesthetic, obviously. Well, um, and also just the photographic look of the uh, the movie. Yeah. 
yeah that's that's exactly what cinematography is like the cinematographer is called the director of photography so dp yeah so we both pick roma because well this is a real uh i think it'll be the first correct me if i'm wrong i think it'll be the first time where the director would win also for cinematography like because alfonso Cuaron, the director of roma also did the cinematography so which is very hard to do um yeah you don't usually do that so um i think that that alone is already a good like a good push for him because it's like right. you know it's such a new thing and like wow he pulled it off and he pulled it off in a great way you know you have the signature corone long shots one one take one yeah. take <laughs> and like just even i mean it's yeah like he has such a distinct visual he has such a distinct command of the camera and that comes across and i think that's what they reward is when you can tell that this person is behind the camera so, so especially yeah. especially in the like a in this in this kind of film because like in his other movies like gravity and children of men it's like you kind of expect that camera style Mm -hmm. but sort of going into this movie knowing that trademark i was kind of thinking like how is he going to integrate that and like he still managed to find a way and that's like so impressive on yeah even in like the most simple banal um household tasks he elevates them just because of his amazing cinematic you know style of camera work so again it deserves to win, and it will win. So, I mean, this is good, but just wait till we get to the, you know, the bigger categories. But oh, this, is yeah. good, this is a good start because Roma is uh, Corona is definitely deserving of the cinematography Oscar. So, that thank you for that little history lesson yeah. right there. I appreciate that. I've, I appreciate people educating me at this because honestly, that's all we want is for that's people all to know we, more. That's all we need. Go to the movies. Care about yeah, it. Yeah, go to the movies. <laughs> Be, yeah. the movies are cool. Okay. Be conscious of what you're watching. Blah. That was really fake deep. Um, okay. <laughs> What's next? So we have Best Adapted Screenplay. That is not when you write the screenplay yourself. No. no. Well, we no. can talk about uh, Best Adapted and Best Original together. We picked, for Best Adapted Screenplay, Ryan and I picked Black Klansman. And for Best Original Screenplay, we picked The Favorite. I might be switching between Favorite and Roma, but... He might be switching between <laughs> Favorite and Roma. What makes you... Sw- what makes What's that switch up? What, br- what brings that switch up? Either might win, uh, and I wouldn't... Be disappointed with either choice. Which one do you want to win? That's what we get to that. That's what we get down here. What do you want? What, what do you want I, yeah. in your heart? For Best Adapted, amongst the nominees, I would like to see it go to Beale Street. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. That, that it's based on James Baldwin. Would James Baldwin get? Uh, no. No. It's written for the screen by <laughs> um, Barry, Barry Jenkins. Jenkins. I see, that's like, A lot I'm, of people like yeah. that. So, I mean, yeah. that would definitely be really cool. And be I great. think he was working on it like around the yeah. time he was working on Moonlight. Exactly. So, uh, this was like really near and dear to him, and I think uh, the Baldwin family estate uh, got involved in like they really like. I-, I think before him, no other film ever adapted like a novel, and you know there was a very clear reason. And uh, when he did it, it was like he nailed it. Yeah, almost. Yeah, I trust Barry over mo- most directors to do that oh of course do it right yeah the quicker one is uh is supporting actor because i think that's a very obvious about who is it, who's who right. it's going to yeah. and i mean i don't think we have any qualms about that yep the reason why i'm picking mahershala is because of the clout around him i like mahershala as an actor i think he did way better i know you, I know you said you didn't see green book but i think he was so much better in this than he was in moonlight just from a personal standpoint okay i thought he was incredible in this role i thought he didn't get enough screen time in moonlight for, to really like leave an, as big of an impact on me as i'd like to and i was a little 
I thought he was brilliant, but it wasn't like I just didn't get that enough of an impression enough for me to like I would want him to get the award. But I don't know. I ho- I really hope he gets it for Green Book because yeah, he was fantastic. Yeah, yeah I'm Dr. picking Mahershala Ali. That's the safe pick because he's been getting all the awards um, yeah. in the season. But I mean, I would love to see Sam Elliott. Uh, just the that's my emotional pick because I loved him in the Star Is Born, backing out of the park, back backing out of the driveway with his eyes tearing up. Great, <laughs> great moment. Yeah, and. That alone, like literally, that so I I would like Sam Elliott to win. Um, (laughs) Overall, for me, like the selections were kind of um, they're all all just um, kind of like yeah, it's like any of them. Best supporting actors always. Yeah, anyone could have any one of them could have won, and I would have just been like okay, whatever. Factoring in the movies that I think what could have had Oscar chances, I would have loved to see uh, Daniel Kaluuya from Widows get a nomination oh yeah because he was terrifying in that movie so we have best actress in a supporting role you guys both picked yeah Regina that's King. another one where it's just the clout honestly a lot of these are just the what's because the, okay the thing about the oscars is they're in a sense they're predictable because of because they're at the end of such a long awards season and you have the history of the academy and like the voting trends sometimes you know sometimes that can be counted on sometimes it can't but the thing is largely it's it you can have a pretty safe bet for actress actor and supporting glenn close for best actress because i don't think we've seen the wife any of us i don't know if you've seen the wife no i haven't okay well <laughs> but um it's 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 just because of the you know she's been getting all the love and right. the oscars tend to award award people based on you know their careers yeah mm-hmm. like a career like gary oldman last year exactly gave it to him. Yeah, yeah exactly so meryl, you know, meryl streep's in glenn close been yeah. nominated mm-hmm. like I think like seven times and she's number one. So Glenn Close as it is, you know, and, uh, the more contentious one though is best actor though. Yeah. So best actor is one of the toughest races to call this year. You got Christian Bale, Bradley Cooper, Willem Dafoe, Rami Malek, and Viggo Mortensen. So like early on, we all thought Bradley Cooper was going to get it. And then Christian Bale came in and got like golden globes and, and I think critic critics awards, and so we're like, okay, it's it's a lock. And then Rami Malek started getting SAG awards, and um, ba- I think he got the BAFTA. As, so it's just it's Bohemian been a, Rhapsody in general is just super popular. It's yeah. So that's yeah. yeah. So but because of him, like it. he is the, he's the piece that holds the whole movie together. It's like true. It, the that's movie is is only per, I, okay. The movie is is entertaining like ninety five percent because of him. So. You know, I think in terms of what he does in holding up the movie, then that's a good oh. person to give it to. Oh, if this was sports, he, he would win MVP. He's not like... <laughs> exactly. He's, You're he's, so right. He's, most, so right. he's so the right. most valuable player in the to, movie. to any... Like, t- relative to any movie, he is the most important actor. Well, you'd argue like uh, Bradley Cooper th- could also be a very... that that That's most of these uh, uh, Oscar performances. It's yeah. just like... The the movie itself is like whatever, and then like, like again going back to Gary Oldman, Darkest Hour was so incredibly mediocre, but <laughs> you know people were like, oh, Gary Oldman's in makeup, and he hasn't gotten an Oscar before, so it, this it's ba- I'd imagine it's basically the same thing. But Rami, Ma- yeah, but Rami Malek is the safer bet, I think, because he's playing he a famous person who's the he and he does it really well, you know, and because he's just. Because the whole movie's, I think, maybe so mediocre, so less but than he's mediocre, so good. Yeah. he comes out, so that's, you know, that he's the one, you leave the movie thinking of him more, mm-hmm. so, you know, and it's been showing because he's been getting all the love recently, so I think our safe bet is Rami Malek, and, I mean, I don't really have, I don't think we have any qualms about that. <laughs> I, would, I, I think it'd be nice if Bradley Cooper won, but I agree. Rami Malek, I agree. solid, 
solid win for him. All right. We're skipping director. Because we, we both picked Alfonso. Yeah. I think that's a they might give it to Spike Lee again. Yeah, like a Glenn Close situation for yeah, a Yeah, Martin Scorsese's situation. This is how we skip stuff. But this is how we go faster. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. We both picked Quaron. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Good. I'm joking. Good solid pick. He's the favorite. He's definitely yeah. the favorite. But because we want to get to the we want to get to the good one here, let's, let's do get, it. All right, let's do it. This, this is contentious. Um, I'm looking at this sheet. So we have our other two editors, Eileen and Karin. Um, they picked all four of it. Well, Issa, you haven't picked yours yet. I'm about. He's to about to pick his pick with my gut. So it could be four different Matthew. people. It Saul. could be it could be four totally let's different ones. Um, right, let's do it. What did Eileen and Karin? They picked Roma and Green Book, respectively. Um, Ryan. You picked. Okay. The best uh, picture. It's probably going to be Black Panther. Why? Okay. Well, <laughs> first off, the Oscars, it hasn't even aired yet, and it's been a disaster with uh, news after news after news, them making all these decisions uh, and reversing them. And add to that, last year's Oscars, which had a really good uh, set of nominations, had the lowest amount of views out of any televised Oscar. If you nominate Black Panther for Best Picture, people are going to be so triggered if it doesn't actually win. I somewhat agree with that take. I think I think it would be. I, don't know, I feel like I feel like they it's a, has a good chance of winning. I mean, they like yeah. they created an entire new category for it, and first. then and then people demolished that category because they didn't want it to. Yeah. They want to win the actual like yeah. award. And I, yeah, I think I think that I think that's I think that's very sound logic. I don't know. I really, I I, I really enjoyed the movie. I loved it a lot more the second time I watched it. I will say, because I think third time for me actually. Yeah, because I think I got way too caught up in the hype the first time. Yeah, and you know I'm just like I'm just that kind of person where if everyone's talking the about third it, third time definitely I was like this is good. Like let it be in Best Picture. I don't care if you guys are <laughs> mad about it. Do it. It's awesome. It's good. It's really it's a good. good movie. What do you think is going to win, Isa? So I mean, I'm. This is like. I have a my life is just gonna be a tussle with this category every time I pick like best picture I'm always super overthinking it so I always pick like maybe not the number one favorite I always pick like a underdog Mm -hmm. but I think this year I think I'm gonna have to Oh my gosh! I'm sorry. You're on your I'm, I'm, I'm making this pick live right this, now. This is like the most important I, decision of his I, life. This at is this literally moment. the most important decision know. of my life right now. I, actually, I, I I will say, out of all the years so far, it has been like the hardest because like last year it has year, been. You're right. Yeah, because like it's been really hard. When, when you, I really, literally, do not yeah. know what's gonna happen. Yeah, when you know when, so when like, Shape of Water won last year, I kind of figured, well, it has the most nominations, so it might, you know, has a chance. Yeah. Although it, that one didn't get a screenplay win. So that was um, surprising. Okay. Yeah. I think, but uh, anyways, uh, yeah. Okay, this one's contentious. So I'm gonna go for Roma. That's gonna be my pick. Is Roma? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it. And you know, if I, if I back out like on Twitter or something, I will probably say it. I think if it's not the number one choice for many voters, like the way the Oscars does it is, you know, is in a way that if you if they the voters put on their ballot, you know, Roma is like my second or third favorite. It can still win just because of the way they do it. You guys, there's an article on the Los Angeles Times about the Oscars preferential ballot, which is really educational. So free plug. Yeah, there you go. Free plug to the LA Times, like they need it. But, um, <laughs> but Roma, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Roma. Okay. I and I don't really think it bears explanation about why it's a good movie. So Roma. Roma. There we go. Thank you for tuning in to our Oscar. If you, no, serious, and well, I mean seriously, thank you for tuning in. Gosh, if you made it this long for a podcast, I really appreciate you. 
Daily Trojan. Appreciate really you. Come right for us because that means you care about that us. That means you care, exactly. <laughs> or, you know, if you're a parent out there listening or whoever, <laughs> you know, read online. We got great stuff. I am. We got a great issue coming out today, actually, when this airs um, on the Oscars issue. And um, you should check out all of our other picks, see if anything's changed between now and then. But, um, yeah. This probably, is a, probably not. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. But this is a great this this is a great episode. Yeah, it's been fun. It's been fun uh, deliberating with you boys, and um, I'm gonna sign off. Have a have a I don't know how to do this. Have a great great time. Happy Oscars. Happy Oscars. This podcast was produced by Natalie Bettendorf, Karin Navadia, Catherine Yang, and Alan Pham.